0: So we're holding by Malach Malach for a Peric Bay's Pasach The shear started as a Schos Elinish Mas Echeskel and Avram Yehuda, as well as a Schos for a Le'ilunish Mas Rev. Yechimachab and and Shimshanarya. It should also be a Schos for Fushleima, Fushlema for Mashab and Miram Yosimach Benchavach Haimash Yeshua Ben and Rezo Chai Brachabas Bumarachel. So we're in the middle of the tzava of David to Shloimei, after commanding Shloimei generally about keeping the tyra in order to have a dynasty, David now gives specific instructions about specific people. So Pasuk hei v'gam'ata y'adata, furthermore, you know, Esar asa li ben Sruya, that which yo'ev ben Surya did to me, asher asa Sari saray tzivay what he did to the commanding officers of the armies of Klai Yisrael, la'avner ben nervel ha'mosa ben yeser, to avner and ha'mosa, v'yaregim he assassinated them, v'yosem demem mechama b'sholem, he spilled the their, blood their war blood during peacetime and he put the blood of war on his belt that's on his loins and on the shoes that are on his feet so here david is instructing shleimai to take retribution to punish Yahya for the assassinations of avner and amasa that were done during peacetime the pasuk begins with the words which seems to connect it to the previous instructions about keeping the tyro so what does the retribution here of Yoyav, and we'll see the reward to Barzillai and the punishment to Shimi. What does that have to do with the general idea of keeping the Torah and not diverting it anyway from the what was written in the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu? So the Redak says that after commanding Shlaima to keep the Torah, David's now telling Shlaimai that just as important, or, or in line with that, is you have to establish Mishpat. There has to be reward for those that follow the Malchus, and punishment for those that go against it. And so in line with that idea is punish Yoya for going against the Malchus, punish Shimi for going against the Malchus, and reward Barzilai and his children for, uh, for honoring the Malchus. The Mabam says that David is telling Shlaimai that after I just told you, don't divert in any way from what it says in the Torah of Meishu Rabbeinu, but there are places and circumstances where it is appropriate for you to divert exactly from what it's written in the Torah. And that has to do with the Halachas of a Melech. Adine Malchus, that uh, the Gemara and Sanhedrin talks about this, Dafim Malif, Dafim Emhei, the Rambam talks about this, in Hilchas Malach, and Perik Yimel, Halachiyut, that the halachas that apply to a Bezdin of Hasra and about not killing more than one person on a, on a given day, that does not apply to Melech. Melech is able to kill without Hasra, he's able to kill multiple people on one day. It's called the Mishpat HaMelech, something we talked about many times. And the king has the ability to execute uh, justice and to execute people in order to set a, a um, standard or make an example to encourage other people to follow or to d- discourage people from following inappropriate behavior. And that's where Yoyev comes in. Because Yoyav here did not have Asra, so in B'din, Taira, he wasn't Chayef Misa. But David is telling him, even though I told you not to divert, this is a circumstance where you need to use the Mishpat HaMelech and execute him. Because you need to uh, discourage people from following Yoyav's behavior, which was uh, against the Malchus, against the Tzivoy of of David. The Redak says that David refers to them as Sarit Tzivais Yisrael, the commanders of the armies of Kaisal, because Avner was the general of Ishbaishas' of army, and Amasa was appointed the general of Avsholam's army, and in fact, after Yoav goes against and disobeys David, David actually wanted to replace, replace Yoav with Amasa. So since he had in mind to appoint him as the general of the army, therefore David refers to both of them as Sarit Tzivais Yisrael. In the pasuk, David says that vigamati data Asali Yoyav, and then he says Asher Asali So it sounds like, besides the murder of the two commanders, Asher Asali, that somehow Yoyav did something specifically to David. He wronged David in some way. So Rashi brings down the medrash that we talked about once before. That when Uriah was sent to the to Yoyav to be placed in the army, David sent a letter with Uriah that. Yoyev should station him in the vanguard so that when the next battle happened, Uriah would likely be killed. And Yoav took that note. That was a private note, and he showed it to other people, which created a busha for David. That look, Yoav was showing other people. Look, David wants Uriah to be killed. Now, this was especially wrong because Uriah himself, who delivered the note, was not suspicious of David and did not read the contents of the note. And Yoav went and showed it away. It was a private matter, and so that was obviously a breach of the uh, confidence of the king. And so that was the um, that was the avla that Yoav did to David. The Rabak says that. David is referring to here disobeying David's order and and killing Afshalom during the battle. The Redak says that it's possible that both Uh, statements are really referring to the same thing that by killing Avner and Amasa it was really disobeying David it was really doing something wrong to David and the Mabam explains because people assume that what Yo'yev did was based on the Tzivoy of the Melech and so if Yo'yev goes and kills Avner and Amasa the people assume that David was really behind it and it was really David's wishes that Yo'yev was carrying out so by killing them Yo'yev was really dishonoring David as well. The Mitzvot adds that both seemed to be involved in helping David or assisting David. At that time, Avner was trying to get the rest of Klai Israel to support David's malchus, And Amasa, after the rebellion of Avshalom, was going and rallying the men of Yehuda to David's side. So they were acting in support and assisting David. And at that time, Yoav, who was not only David's general, but also David's nephew, killed these people, which made it look like David somehow was also responsible. So the Pasuk says that that he spilled their blood of war during peacetime. So Rashi explains that he killed them with the sword, but he acted as if he was friendly towards both of them. He tried to um, uh, embrace Amasa and as well as Avner, he tried to show him how to do yibum, both acting like he was friendly towards them and then stabbing them well, figuratively stabbing them in the back, but killing both of them with his sword by, while acting as if he was friendly towards them. The Pasuk he placed their blood of war on his belt and on the shoes on his feet. So hinting at the two ways that he killed Avner and Amasa. So Avner was killed, as I mentioned a moment ago, by acting as if he wanted to know how someone without any arms does Khalitsa. So that was Ubanaliy that Avner was demonstrating how he does the chalitza or with picking up the shoe or how it's maybe it's, it was a woman without arms but basically had to do with chalitza and as Avner was demonstrating it Yoiv killed him that's Ubanale and with Amasa uh, Yoyev put his sword we saw in a way that it would easily fall out and when Amasa bent to pick it up. Avner killed him, and so that's bechagaros hashavim with his belt. So the two ways that yoav went and killed Avner and Amossa are the are here being heaped upon him by David and saying that he is responsible and he has to be punished. Although it looks like David is taking revenge against uh, against the Yoiv, the Rashi brings down the medrash that David's motivation was really kindness towards Yoav. He wanted Yo'ev to be punished in this world so that he would be zayiched to a full chelek in olam haba.